Thank you for tuning in to another episode of That Is Effin' Weird. You click the play button so you know what you're listening to. Uh, before we get into it, we'll introduce the host. I'm Alex. This is Ro. I'm Seth. And yeah, <laughs> Ro, it's been a while. We're glad to have you on. Uh, you actually have something for us to, you know, dissect because you, you wanted to uh, shed uh, some light on a subject that we're not too uh, well versed in. What do you have for us today? Yeah, first of all, Alex, it feels so good to be back. And honestly, I missed you all. I spoke to you, Alex, about this. I missed you, Seth. I missed this podcast and I just missed being part of this as a whole. So, yeah, I am back. And in my trademark style, I come bearing gory gifts. And today we'll be talking about one of the worst cults that I have ever heard about. And this was also um, known as possibly the most extreme forms of abuse of any modern cult. So uh, to all the listeners out there, a quick disclaimer. This episode contains conversations about sexual abuse, torture, etc. So if this is something that can trigger intense emotion or is something that you're not comfortable with, we suggest that you skip this episode. We have more fun, lighthearted episodes in our list. You can go check them out. That's a good disclaimer there. Right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we should probably do that on most of our episodes. <laughs> okay. So, um, cults. Alex said, before I start, any thoughts about cults in general? We've, we've covered cults. A couple of them, I feel like, or we've kind of touched. So there's been like the Modern Mystery School interview that we've done a few episodes back. Um, there was a religious episode that we did way, way back when. Um, not really cult, but I think we've we've touched on like, you know, a little bit of Scientology. Um, oh, even the, what is it? The Branch Davidians. That's the one that Clark had done. So I think we've covered it. We kind of know a little bit about some of the things that can happen in cults. Um, my just my personal thing is I feel like it's it's very easy to prey on some people, you know, that like, you know, are depressed, you know, looking for like a sense of belonging. Um, I think it's I think if the the person running the cults, I think if they know like how to prey on those people. It's it's very easy to get sucked in. It's it's sad, uh, but it again it it does happen. So, Seth, <laughs> anything? Oh, oh, I I mean I just got done watching uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Great movie, um, oh. and yeah, it you get that uh, nice kind of culty vibe with the with the family, the Manson family. Yep. yep. So, good movie. All right, but. This cult that I'm going to talk about is, is this one's going to make you flinch. It's going to make you punch something and basically make, make you feel things. So um, we, today we are going to talk about the Ant Hill cult, which is based out of Canada. Now, in a remote corner of the picturesque Canadian wilderness, nestled far away from the prying eyes of civilization, there existed a seemingly idyllic community. Now, a small group of individuals united by the desire of a life free from the constraints of society. And they had established a commune that at first glance appeared to be an oasis of free thinking and self-sufficiency. Now, admit the uh, breathtaking beauty of this 
surrounding these free spirited souls um they had erected their haven their dreamland where the boundaries of the conventional world seemed to blur and you know their life was untouched by the complexities of modern life however behind this facade of this peaceful enclave laid a dark and disturbing truth that defied imagination so what initially presented itself as an innocent community of like-minded individuals was in fact a house of horrors beyond anyone's twisted nightmares and with the confines of this this commune unimaginable atrocities unfolded shattering the very essence of humanity torture became a daily ritual abuse and mutilation both physical and psychological left scars and within those walls the ultimate act of depravity murder took root extinguishing lives and erasing all semblance of morality so the leader of the anthill kids was rock terio um he was born in saguenay valley of quebec in 1947 to hyacinth and Pierre Thero Terio I'm so sorry I'm going to butcher these names so <laughs> I'm sorry about that Now according to Rock his father was abusive towards him through his entire childhood however his father denied these claims Um he also dropped out of school when he was just 13 years old and he developed an um, obsession with the apocalypse and the old testament especially the strict code on masculine authority so while rock was raised catholic he converted to the seventh day adventist church and followed their way of life and he used alcohol um tobacco and processed foods um his however his time with the church was short lived and he was removed from the church after attempting to gain leadership so i actually had a question here to you both if if you know the answer i just wanted to know what's the difference between um a catholic and a adventist church um seth do you know yes seventh day adventists are um like i don't know i'm not a professional at this i don't i don't know everything about them so if there's a seventh day adventist and i'm butchering this but um seven day adventists like we have a lot here and they uh the seventh day they they go to church so they go to church on saturday and uh and they're essentially protestants they're 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 um yeah they're not catholic they're they're more protestant they don't that are i don't think they're centralized in any way they're kind of like baptist but a few differences so that's like i i have this conversation with my wife a, a lot because i was i was raised lutheran she was raised baptist and it's just like there's a lot of different like variations it's almost like reddit the best way i can like there's reddit as the main hub right yeah and then yeah, you have yeah. all these little subreddits like i feel like that's christianity it's like all like, like well i i like to sing like yeah. new age like music during my church and like hallelujah and then there's other ones who are like no i like to like to read from the hymn you know or sing from it and just tell a story and there's i, I feel like that's kind of how christianity is where it's like okay yes there's there's catholic 
and there's the seventh day and there's the, you know, a Baptist and Luther, there's all these, but in a nutshell, it's, it's kind of all the same. It's just kind of how you, I mean, how, how it's like presented in it, it, a little bit, like, I guess like, like based on, Oh, how, how is your faith? Because like, as a, as a Lutheran, um, I know that like, if you, if you did communion, you know, you drank the wine, you ate the bread, you asked for forgiveness, you were going to go to heaven in, in a nutshell. But like talking with my wife, how she believes is like, no, just because you do communion does not mean you get to go to heaven. Yeah, it's yeah. you have to believe you have to like, there is a, there's something in your life that will, you know, happen that you will 100%. I think it's a uh, born again. I think it's either born yeah. again. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's just like a little bit differences there, but the moderators are way worse than on Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good. So good. that was a good old of, Christian joke right there. <laughs> kind of a long explanation row, but that's, no, sorry. I feel like, yeah, I feel like that's kind of, basically what it is thank you i i when i was researching i mean obviously i thought i should ask you both because i just but yeah thank you um yeah. all right moving on so while um Terio was removed from the church he had already managed to uh secure himself a number of followers and by mid 1970s uh, Terio had convinced himself that he was the people's savior. He strongly believed that he was put on earth by God to save the world from evil and the upcoming apocalypse. So now he had a new goal to create a free thinking commune where his accolades could listen to his teachings and live as equals. <laughs> you see where this is going, right? <laughs> I feel like this is like a lot like Jonestown. I feel like Jonestown was kind of the same way where it was like this free society. Like everyone has like their little jobs. They work, but nothing is like you don't pay for anything. Everything is free. You know, you can be whoever you want to be. Like that was, I think like on the outside looking in, like that's what they kind of portrayed. You know, I think they had like a uh, Christian. um, Well, yeah, because I think he thought he was Jesus. I think that was the, the thing or like he was the Messiah correct i, I think, think he, he i think he eventually got you're talking about uh jones, jones. Yeah. yeah so he he that uh, i forget the name of the church it was in like san francisco or something but it mm-hmm. started off really normally like a church you would just find around yeah. here and yep. then it got weirder and weirder and i think he started abusing barbiturates and all kinds of like uppers and downers until he just you know he was insane and and then he had those delusions but i don't i wish i knew a little bit more well i know he was for i know he was forced to drink the kool-aid at gunpoint (laughs) by his followers that he brainwashed (laughs) yeah you know what's funny is we did this episode we did like it's one of our first episodes we might have to go back and take a listen to it (laughs) yeah go ahead ro (laughs) so in the beginning the group actually did good deeds for the locals in that community, like, you know, offering food to the underprivileged um, and providing med- medical care, or at least uh, Roth's understanding of medical care, informed by his Seventh-day Adventist beliefs to the second individuals. But not for long, um, this group was ticking off all the 
boxes that marked a cult. So now this leader de began demanding that his followers wear the same clothes. They were forbidden from having contact with the outside world. So he basically forced his followers to abandon their homes, abandon their families, after convincing them that the world and their loved ones were corrupt. Serio and his followers lived according to his personal representation of the Bible, and they accepted him as their God. And by, again, 1978, uh, Terio's delusions had grown exponentially, and he predicted that the world would end in February uh, of 1979. Um, to prepare for this apocalypse, um, him and his followers, four men, nine women, and four children moved to Etern a place called Eternal Mountain near the uh, Gaspi village of uh, St. Joges. Sorry, once again, <laughs> um, if the names are incorrect. And this is where the group um, you know, built a commune of tents and log cabins while he relaxed. And as he watched the group work, he compared them to ants working in an anthill and thus naming the group as anthill kids. That is where the name comes from. So he's the one who coined so he, it. Yes. Okay. While he was oh, relaxing. Oh. Before before we get too much further, I did remember one thing about the Seventh-day Adventist. There is a Seventh-day Adventist health food store that I go to and I completely forgot. I do know a few more things that they believe. They uh, They don't take any kind of caffeine. Caffeine is a drug to them. Uh, so they have this weird, like they have a bunch of good products there, but they have zero meat. There's no meat. It's all fake meat. And then they also have um, this fake coffee stuff that is like art completely artificial, but it's, uh, they, they don't believe in caffeine. Um, there's like a handful of things. They're really strict on that. And, and when you started getting into, then it went further than that with the clothing and all of that. There, there's a couple that, uh, that do the same thing with like, uh, there's a kind of a dress code, like uh, dresses and no pants on women, that kind of thing. I just reminded me, I, I, I wanted to mention it before we got further. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Thanks. So uh, the members of this group were forced to live in unsanitary, overcrowded uh, place without access to proper medical care. And on top of this unlivable, unlivable conditions, Children were beaten, starved, and forced to work long hours in the fields, while the adults were sexually abused by Therio, who claimed it was necessary for their spiritual development. And yet, this is only the tip of the iceberg, as Therio inflicted even worse instances of horrific abuse. Now, members of this anthill kids' cult were afraid to leave the compound as um, he had convinced them that they would be killed and would lose their salvation. So now 19, 1979, February came and went and there was no apocalypse. So to cover this up, uh, Therio said that the world didn't end because of the differences in the Israelite calendar and the Roman Catholic calendar. So he said that the world did end? Didn't end. 
because oh, okay. of the differences in the calendar. Uh, I why do I feel like this is like a, a a theme when like something like that doesn't happen? Like when it's like, oh, it's coming in a year, we better prepare, and then like time comes and goes, and they they have to think of something in their head, like, oh, yes. the calendar was off a little bit, we have a little bit more time or something. Do you remember that old a- guy that was doing that? Uh, recently, oh. like it was a couple years ago. Uh, he was really old, and and he mm-hmm. had this big prophecy for like two thousand. It was like two thousand fourteen or fifteen or something like that. And it was yeah. a specific church, I think, out of California or somewhere. And it didn't happen. And he did the exact thing that you're talking about. He's like, well, and and but he, <laughs> he swore up and down the new date was real though. <laughs> yeah, there was there was another guy. Um. I think it was in Arizona or New Mexico. I cannot remember his name. I was trying to look it up real quick. Um, but he, what you're saying, Ro, is exactly almost like what he had, what he did, where he brought this group of people to like the desert where they, you know, you know, had their own like living quarters and everything like that. He said he was the Messiah, you know, the chosen one um, was having like sex with all the women and like even his son, like, f- like thought that like, oh yeah, my dad's the Messiah, and the dad slept with. Do you know who I'm talking about, Seth? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. You do. Know his name? And the and the interviewer, um, hold up, the interviewer called him out, and he like, uh, yeah, that was a rough watch. Um, yeah, yeah. You go ahead. Yeah, keep like, going. Yeah, his he he the guy even slept with his son's wife. And because, yeah, and we'll, we might have to do an episode on this one even, but kind of what you're saying, Ro, is almost the same thing. Everyone would work. He would do all the stuff and he was sexually abusing people being like, it's for like, you know, it's for you to be closer to God. And then even like the date thing where he's like my, I, at this time and date, I think it was on Halloween, actually. He was like, yep. At midnight on this, like we're, we're leaving this world. And it didn't happen. Uh, spoiler alert. But yeah, he, but like, it was really weird. Cause I like the film, like there was a film crew, like Seth was saying, who was not allowed in the compound um, when this happened, but they like stood outside the gate and like, there was, they like, they heard bells and like all this cheering and everything. And they came down the road to like meet with the interview people. And he was still there. And he's like, oh, but my uh, spiritually or my like inner being left this world and like all the cult people were clapping and everything. It was just like, oh, why do you believe this guy? It was, ah, is it called strong, strong city? Uh, New Mexico. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, I can't, I can't find his name. I, the guy that interviewed him, I believe his name is Rick Allen Ross. Or is that the inter- either the interviewer or the researcher that did the whole thing on him? Um, uh, is I'm, I found the video, but I Jeff, I think one of his one of the names are Jeff. That sounds familiar. Yeah, but Strong City, New Mexico, Doomsday Cult. Just Google that, and the listeners will be able to find what we're talking about. <laughs> okay bro we got off on there sorry we, yeah we, no we, no we, that's we, we tangent welcome back <laughs> well it was bound to happen <laughs> um 
All right. Now, so um, to expand this community um, as well as to keep the members devoted, um, Terio married and impregnated all of the women in this cult. So he fathered over 20 children with nine female members of the group. So the Antel kids, they generated income by selling baked goods and individuals who failed to contribute a sufficient amount of money faced harsh punish punishments. Um, Terio maintained constant surveillance over his followers, ensuring their unwavering devotion and penalized those who deviated from his directives, asserting that God told him to do it. So, now his punishments were extreme. If a person wanted to leave the cult, Rock would punish them with either belts, hits from, or suspending them from the ceiling, plucking each of their body hairs individually, or even by defecating on them. If they wanted to leave, that would just make me want to leave more. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like, okay, so why wouldn't why wouldn't you just like, okay, all right, I'll stay, but in the middle of the night, just be like, I'm out of here. Like, why why would you go up to the? Okay, I mean, like, all right, all right, you're in the cult. I get it. You're under like, you believe this guy. You would hope that he would let you leave. I understand that piece, but. I think, yeah, if someone was like, I'm going to take a dump on you if you leave, I would just be like, all right, I'm, I'm not going to take it. I'm going to leave. I'm just going to leave. <laughs> that is, oh, and plucking the body hairs. So I I'm, think, oh. All right. You know the ritual yeah, for I'm, leaving. And <laughs> and it's not even. <laughs> I didn't think this was going to be, like, we were going to have any jokes in this episode. I'm sorry. I can't help it. This is how I cope with life. <laughs> Oh. And it's 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 not even that he caught them leaving. If he thought that a follower was thinking of leaving the community, it's not even the follower oh. was actually leaving. Uh, so he was like super paranoid. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so, wait, wait, wait. so if the, so if you were like if you were just like you know in the field just like all right I'm working day in day out and he's like you're gonna leave aren't you? No, no, I'm not yeah. gonna leave. I'm gonna take a crap on you tonight. <laughs> like that that was the consequence. Just like if he thought, oh my gosh, or getting your body hairs plucked out. <laughs> oh my it's God. so neurotic, one at a time, too. Like yes. did he have tweezers? I guess he had to. Have, yeah. You have to. Yeah. yeah there, how, what other way is there? I mean, I guess just your hands. Have you tried? I, I've tr I've tried. Maybe. I've tried to like do that with the nail. It just doesn't work. Yeah. See, I think I think doing it with your hands would take longer, but it would be more pain because it doesn't come out right away. You know, it'd be weirder too. Yeah, Some old guy like come here. <laughs> he has the ritual hair plucker guy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Come here. <laughs> I'm sorry. We shouldn't be making again. Jokes. Sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah I'm sorry. We Welcome back again. <laughs> All right. All right, Ro, what else you got for us? <laughs> I've got a lot. 
However, the truth came out and somehow the truth came out and the police uh, raided the commune and discovered the charred body of young Sandir. Now, Terio, along with eight others, were arrested and charged with criminal negligence using bodily harm. But another twist, they were all subsequently released. I don't know how. It didn't, it didn't say like how or why or anything. It's just like they were released. They were released. That's it. I wonder if it had something to do with like, because I, I do know this, is that if there isn't enough evidence at the time, like you can hold people, like you, you can hold someone in like, in, in like, invest, like um, question them um, to like for the crime. Like they can be brought in, they can be arrested, you know, whatever. We're doing an investigation, you're under arrest till, you know, whatever. But if they don't have enough evidence, like if all the cult members in that were like, I don't know what happened. Or like, you know, like everyone had the same story and they they couldn't charge anybody, they would release everybody until they until the police or the detectives or whoever was conducting the investigation, until they had enough evidence to charge someone for that murder. Cause I think it's I think it's anywhere from like Oh, don't quote me on this. I know every state is different too, but I think you have anywhere from like 24 hours to 72 hours of holding somebody and then you have to release them. You can't just keep them there and unless you're going to charge them. So they might've had the charred body, but did they have enough to convince a jury that this specific, because they, they probably didn't know who did it. It could it have been quite possible. This was the, 1980s. So I don't know yeah. how advanced the techniques were. I mean, I feel advanced. like, yeah, I feel like it was like, you know, they knew about like blood sampling, you know, like I, I think they knew like, okay, physical evidence. We have to like make sure it's, it's there. But yeah, I don't think, I think it had something to do with like, they just didn't have enough to charge anybody. And especially like if all the members of the, the cult were all on the same page with the, the kid just fell into the fire or, you know, like, or something, or like he hit his head on a rock and then, you know, like who knows what they said. I mean, did, did they say what the cult members say happened to the boy? Hmm. Okay. Interesting. They were asked to cover up the castration of that guy by saying that he was trampled upon by a horse. I'm sure they must have been told what to say about young Samuel's death. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. And then, too like the the fact that like people would get you know there was consequences even if they if the leader thought that they were leaving i'm sure they were just like i don't know what happened you know yeah. if in, in in a pinch i'm sure they're like i wasn't there or something yeah that's insane um <laughs> it is it is um but following the release of uh, Terio and his followers they moved from that place and established a community near burnt near a place called burnt river in ontario so here now the total number of um, people that Terio uh, ruled over were to, uh, approximately 40 uh, including 26 children most of which most of who were his own and 
here again, his uh, followers were supporting themselves by making maple syrup, preserves, bread, and smoked fish. Now, um, initially in this place, the commune seemed to integrate well into the community, but over time, uh, rocks alcohol consumption escalated, leading to an increase in his already violent behavior. Um, he began to exercise authority over his followers through cruel means and you know they, they found themselves too physically and mentally vulnerable to escape his grip. Um, uh, I mean, he, he, he even used to uh, prohibit them from talking to each other without his permission. He organized these um, gladiator tournaments where he forced his followers to engage in fights. And his, his distrust kind of grew as he suspected his followers were contemplating defection. And this fear fueled his brutality. He... So initially, like I said, he used to hit his followers with belts. Then he eventually introduced hammers. And then eventually uh, the flat side of an axe. Oh my gosh. Yes. He even made his followers prove their loyalty by breaking their own legs with a sledgehammer. How would you do that? I... I... I don't like I I don't think I would have enough oh I don't I because <laughs> I know like hey, Alex, uh, you, you need uh, to understand so if you are in that cult you have been there for so many years so it's either you breaking your own legs or getting something even worse okay but okay if you guys told me like the podcast crew was like hey Alex you should probably break your leg to show your loyalty to the <laughs> podcast I would be like I'm sorry. I'm done with the podcast. <laughs> like I, I, oh, like oh, just okay. I, I again, I get it, but I don't get it at the same time. I just there is certain things that I just I don't know. I I just don't get. It. I, I, I don't picture that scene from Misery, but that's they're doing it to themselves. <laughs> yes, that's what that's what I mean. Have you seen the uh, movie Misery, Ro? But I know about Saw. Okay, <laughs> so you need you need to watch the the movie Misery. It's a you know Stephen King, the author. Yes, it, yes. it's an adaptation to that book, and it's it's great. It's a it's uh, I think it was made in the eighties, late eighties, early nineties, one of the two. So it's a little bit older movie, but it's still it's right up your alley, row. You would love it. You need to watch it. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> now, in addition to breaking their own legs, he would also order his followers to sit on lit stoves. Wait. Other in the sh yeah, lit. Oh stoves. no! What? Is oh, what? What do you call stoves? Oh, 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 I got you. No, no, no. I Oops. I thought it was something else. No. Okay. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty rough. It's equally as bad. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's yeah. worse, breaking your legs with a sledgehammer or sitting on a stove. 
yeah so he had they they had to sit on lit stoves shoot each other in the shoulder or uh, smear poop on each other um it also went to an extent where a fall would sometimes fall toes with a wire cutter to prove loyalty he degraded them so much that apart from sexually abusing his followers he also forced them to eat their own feces this guy was really obsessed with shit <laughs> he was like he, he like, was. for whatever reason like okay yeah i get it that like that is cuz that that is like a a very you know it's it's disgusting you know one wants to so like i guess for proving your loyalty and stuff it's you know but he was <laughs> i've never heard of a cult leader you know <laughs> doing so much with feces wow okay I mean, yeah i don't know uh, I, he, he just Jim wanted Jones to be great and... oh sorry what well J- jones was just he just he just peed on things this guy takes it to the next level <laughs> jim jones peed <laughs> on people he i know he 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 pissed on uh what do you call it uh the pulpit area he did that a few times um, oh, I know okay. that you can look that up, but so he, uh, this this guy takes it to a whole nother level. Yeah, yeah. He he was just degrading them, ensuring that he they are so um, uh, affected by it mentally that they wouldn't even think of leaving him. Mm. I think that was his th- end yeah, game. I, like nobody leaves me. I mean that that is like yeah that is I can see that like if you are like. You do an extreme, like this is what will happen if you leave. Like, yeah, I, I understand that. Like, okay, I, I don't want to leave. Like, no. And then, like, all right, prove your loyalty to me. Like, you know, cut off one of your toes, or like something that like this. All right, it's just a pinky toe. Like, I guess, I guess I can handle it. You know. Ah. Also, I think doing what he said, just getting you know over with it, made more sense to his followers because I think in their mind, um, if they do. if they didn't do what he said what he would do to them was even worse so i think to avoid that they would just go with whatever he said i can see that as well yeah. <clears throat> now so even the children in the commune weren't exempt from violence or sexual abuse um they would be stripped naked and whipped and if one allegedly misbehaved um rock would nail them to a tree and force the other children to throw rocks at them he would nail them to a tree oh, okay. i i put i put a picture of him and his cult yeah. members in the the photos area he looks like if i were to describe him to the audience has anybody seen jumanji like when Robin Williams comes yes, back. Yes. Yes. Yeah, he looks like that guy. Just bald. Yeah, yeah, just bald. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say please don't insult Robin Williams. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I could you, never. You have I to love use Robin, Robin Williams. Williams. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. I didn't put it together. This guy is purely evil. I'm just saying Robin Williams is great. Yeah. We could totally play this guy. <laughs> uh, that uh, I Oh, near. Yeah. Oh, sure. Okay. Near to the tree. Yeah. Yeah. 
so um then one evening during a blizzard um one of the mothers who was impregnated by a uh, dog uh she gave birth and she placed her newborn baby outside in that blizzard because she didn't want her child to go through that same abuse and obviously the baby died from the cold but this death led to an investigation again and in 1987 14 children were removed from this cult and placed in foster homes again i don't know how luck uh, how how much of um luck plays an important factor in this uh this could have ended this his regime of abuse but children's aid were only interested in saving the children and not seeking justice so the yeah. actually continued with just two men and eight women so now after the children were removed he became even more violent and like i said he he believed he was a doctor who could perform medical acts on his followers and one evening i'm sorry i am i'm just digesting this fight and i'm flinching as well but on one evening he he placed a rubber band around the testicles of one of his followers and the scrotum became so swollen and infected after after around 8 hours um terio removed the testicle and cauterized the wound with a hot iron was there uh was there any what was the reason was it uh, i mean i can see like it's a like a power move like i have like the ultimate power but like was there was he like trying to heal him in some sort of way or was he like ah i have some pain down there or was it like i'm just going to do this to you because i feel yeah, like yeah yeah was it a medical thing or was it a punishment thing it was it wasn't a medical thing it wasn't a punishment thing it's just that when he was drunk he believed that he could heal everyone uh. even though that person was not suffering from anything so he was just like hey man come over <laughs> here real quick like, yeah <laughs> Yeah, I, there's there's like there's this hard line. I, I I would think in most humans' brain that's like hardwired for like self preservation, and and I get that like cults can uh can get this. I I understand it like intellectually that the this can get this far, but it's so so crazy to think that that survival mechanism doesn't activate. in this type of situation multiple like breaking your own leg with a sledgehammer like any so, of these i th- i think and a, a big thing is is like with like the christianity belief is that like your body is like it's just temporary the, like being here on earth is very temporary you will go off to another plane like it's like it's it's yeah, one of these also, things where, it's also the temple it's also god's it, temple true but i feel like there are pe- people willing to be like i don't like ha- a very less extreme version is like i don't care what i wear i don't care what i look like i don't care what society thinks of like how i dress because it, it none of the material stuff matters here on earth what matters is the next place after this so i feel like it's one of these things where it's like okay i don't need i don't need my like 
because the thing is, is like he he was the leader. He said like he was like, you know, God was talking to him. And if it, it was something that he was like, hey, God told me that you, I need to do this to you. Because like, look at there's plenty of references in the Bible, like the circumcision, like, you know, sacrificing their children because in the name of God, it, it happens. So it's. I don't, I don't know how much, I don't know if he was teaching directly from the Bible or if he had like new, like, you know, like this is my teachings type thing where it's like, this is what you need to do. But you, there's, so he, the Bible he, is, he led his, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he referenced the Bible, but it was his personal interpretation of what the Bible said, what okay. he believed the Bible said. Now, Seth, I don't get me wrong. I like, I agree with you. Like I would be I'm the just same saying, way. man. <laughs> <laughs> But, but I think when people are put in a situation where like they like they because I mean, like, yes, they are adults, but there are adults that are following him for whatever reason. So, you know what I mean? I, it's I, not it like so hard to wrap my head around like I know. that kind of like I don't like it when people uh, like growing up. I mean, I wish Clark was here because he could he could. But like growing up in a Christian school with like the dress code and like, oh, you're like to this day, if anyone makes a comment about anything I wear, man, I, I got, I, I'm, I'm that, that will, that will do it for me. So this kind of thing is so alien. I, yeah, I mean, but all right. So I, I guess look at it, look at it like this way. I think this might be a, a better way to kind of like, all right, do you pay, do you pay your electric bill? yes why 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 do you so do I can it talk to you guys yeah but, but, but why you don't need to like it's it's energy it entertains you me. don't need to you don't need to why because but, i want but, to i i see but why do you want to you know because I, it, it, it <laughs> <laughs> i could do this all night <laughs> But you, you see, like, okay, I, 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 I guess that's a terrible example, but it's, it's one of these things. No, I get like, what okay. you're saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> Still, man. <laughs> All right, bro. Okay, continue. This is, uh, this, this guy. This guy, yes. <laughs> so <clears throat> now, in 1989. There was a follower, a lady named Solange Boylard, who complained of an upset stomach. So, you know where this is going. So, ethanol injection. Um, yeah. Yeah. So what he did is he ordered the lady um, onto the kitchen table, stripped her naked, and punched her hard in her stomach. Then um, shoved a plastic tube up her rectum and performed an anema with glasses and olive oil. Molasses and olive oil? Ran, yes. An anema made of molasses and olive oil. I'm sorry. And I'm trying he, not to joke. This is so, this is so crazy. Like, I want you to understand, Ro, that like, this is on such an insane level. I, I, my reflex is to like, it's like my brain uh, protecting itself. Uh, it, so sorry. That, that's all right. It's, yeah. It's, we it's all so, deal with it in a different way. It's so weird that it, it's like you, because it like, really okay. liked butt stuff. 
Stop. He did. <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> it's because it's so crazy. Because it's like, why? Because we, we keep saying it. Like, why would you do this stuff? Like, yeah. in what? Like, even as the leader, like, this guy was sick. This guy okay. was really sick. Like, to torture, like, like you said, bro, like, this guy is, he's just torturing people. For what? Like, I, I don't understand. Okay. All right. All right. So, did, did uh. she survive? Oh, no, that's not it. That's oh. not it. He, oh, okay. he, then, he then made an incision on the side of her abdomen. And pulled out a section of her intestine with his bare hands. He then ripped a piece of that intestine out and stuffed the rest back in her abdomen. And then stitched her back up. Surprisingly, she remained alive. But she was obviously in agony until the next day when she finally died. Because obviously of the chemicals that were leaking into her abdominal cavity. Again, this does not stop here. He had to, even after her death, he had to degrade her further. Now, he claimed, Terio claimed that he had the ability of resurrection. So, he actually ordered his followers to remove uh, Solandra's uterus. And saw of a portion of her skull. And he ejaculated into her brain. So that he can bring her back to life. Are you serious? Like this is, this is, this is not, this is not real. This, there's no way that this can be real. This is insane. <laughs> I told you, Alex, what? I already gave you the warning. Why? Like, I don't. Ah. <laughs> uh what this yeah like so i don't even think they could yeah. make a netflix i don't even think they could make like uh, a netflix or hulu thing like documentary because this is so extreme like this well, is like, yeah it would, ha it would have to be like a weird underground release like they did in the 80s where nothing was rated yeah it's like but, that uh, uh, there like is that a document. movie you guys what there is a movie of this in 2002 yes Ant Hill. It stars. Uh, it stars uh, Luke Picard. There is a movie of this. Yes, and wait, I'll tell you. Um, it's called. It's called Savage uh, Messiah. Oh uh, yeah. Yep. Hmm. There is a movie. Wow. I'm not it's, sure. Oh, I haven't well, watched you can it. Watch the whole thing on uh, YouTube. The whole thing's on YouTube for free. Are you serious? Yeah. It's called Savage Messiah Full Movie. If you just type in Ant Hill Cult Movie, it's the first one on YouTube. I'm not sure how much of it they have actually showed, or Crazy. maybe they've just suggested about what's ha happened. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch this. Oh wow. Maybe I'm not. I don't know. Continue, Ro. <laughs> Jeez. So, yeah. Uh, obviously, she didn't resurrect. So, um, he ordered, he instead ordered his followers to 
bury her body on the grounds of the of the commune but first what he did is he removed one of her ribs and he kept it in a leather case around his neck hmm now <clears throat> so in 19 i mean going forward i think it's 1989 november um there was another uh, member a lady named gabriel lavelli um she complained that she had a toothache no there you no no like this is this might be where i draw the line i no like any i just like i have trauma from a as a kid from you don't like dentist. teeth stuff i hate teeth stuff <laughs> i don't know what it is like i just i hate going to the dentist nowadays like oh i know uh, all right I'll, I'll listen Ro. he can mute himself i'll, I'll listen no, I'll, it to me. <laughs> let's do it come on so when she complained of a toothache he responded by ripping out a number of her teeth with pliers and <clears throat> later that night he chased her with a knife and cut the tendon of one of her hands Why? Eventually, that stop asking me why. <laughs> Sorry, bro. <laughs> Tell me, Tell me why. Okay. <laughs> um. Now that eventually healed, thankfully. Um, but later on, in a couple of months later. uh she complained about the stiffness in the hand i don't know why people are telling him about their medical problems <laughs> yeah, right they would be the last person i tell why learn something do you think But, it was yeah. one of these do you think it was one of these things where like other people were telling him of other people's problems so he would stay away from them Like it was like the members were going against each other, being like, "All right, I actually have kind of a a headache," and he's been looking at me weird. She has a toothache, <laughs> like one of those type things. That would be very sad. I I mean I don't know, <laughs> but it oh. it the the records. I mean there is an interview of Gabriel Lovely if you want to look it up. I mean the it's it's there. Uh, so yeah, so she says that she she complained of the stiffness in her hand. Pulled her hand on the kitchen table, and he then decided that he needed to amputate her arm. What he did is he picked up a meat cleaver and hacked her arm off. It is. Oh, jeez! From a toothache, you lose your arm. Wow. Yes. So obviously she was in agony and and. until the stump was stitched up the following morning i don't know whether it was done by rock or by some other member of the uh, cult i'm guessing but now it, it yes it it had to have been by somebody else it had to have it, i'm guessing yes. like he wouldn't he Because wouldn't have known have. what to do <laughs> yeah yeah so now this this is now gradually coming to an end uh gabriel uh, lavely she managed to escape from the commune she hitchhiked to a hospital north of toronto 
and finally she spoke to uh, someone there and uh, rob terio was arrested uh, and oh uh, i actually also forgot that uh, when she was going through her toothache thing where he you know he for, he forcibly removed her teeth with pliers she also suffered welding torch burns to her genitals and a hypodermic needle breaking off in her back oh. these people whoever survived are like living their best life vacationing somewhere from like a giant class action lawsuit money or something which she probably didn't have yeah, I was gonna say like how how would he get, how would they get money from like I don't. Yeah, he's probably he probably doesn't have anything. My only thing unless, is that unless they, he works like Scientology. Yeah. <laughs> also, uh, there was one part that I missed. I'm sorry, uh, but uh, she actually attempted to uh, escape from the commune once um, after he tried. I mean, after he tried. After he cut off uh, parts of her breast and smashed her head with the blunt side of an axe, and, uh, it so was not guy... the stiffness of her. Arm. Yeah. No. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I can wait. Yeah. No. So um, she attempted to escape, but she had to return. I don't know why she wasn't able to escape. But upon her return, um, it was not the stiffness of her arm, or was it? She did complain about the stiffness of her arm, but. Um, before chopping off or uh, chopping off her arm, I can't call it amputating yeah. the entire sense of the word. Yeah. So he he actually uh, removed one of her fingers with wire cutters, and then pinned her hand to the wooden uh, to a wooden table with a hunting knife, and then chopped off her arm. So after this, she she eventually um, fled the cult again. She contacted the authorities and um, finally in 1989, Rock Thero was arrested. So what actually also happened is the authorities had, uh, I mean, they had suspicions about this cult. Um, but because this commune was officially uh, registered as a church, um, the officials were unable to legally investigate the adults and could not do much except, you know, ensure the welfare of those children. Um, so, Brock Terio was uh, found guilty of assault. Um, he received a sentence of 12 years imprisonment. Um, so, while he was in jail, a majority of the cult's followers, they abandoned him after his arrest. But, and I hate to say this, but he fathered another four children with the remaining female members during conjugal visits. So there were okay. still members that, wow. You know, the so only way now, I can, <laughs> the only way I could process any of this is it's like if, um, it makes, it makes more sense to me to go, okay. Uh, Jeffrey Dahmer started a cult. 
like it's the like somebody like that somebody like uh ted bundy or any of these guys that uh are you know sadists and, and then they find themselves in the position of like a, a cult leadership that's the only way any of this makes sense because he was just a madman that found himself in this position and took complete advantage of it. <laughs> I, so, I, don't I, know. I don't care. Um, eventually, after uh, Gabriel Lavelli's report, um, there were further investigations done into um, Terrio's actions, and it kind of exposed uh, all the abuses at the um, commune and also uh, Solange's murder. In 1993, um, Rob pleaded guilty to second-degree murder for the death of Solange, and he was sentenced to life imprisonment. And that was the uh, little boy, right? No, Solange was the lady who's uh, oh, he punched yeah, okay, her yeah, stomach. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, in 2011, when Rob Terrio was 63. He was found dead in his cell. So his death is believed to be uh, the result of a fight between him and his cellmate, Matthew Gerard McDonald. Um, it is said that he stabbed Rock in the neck with a shiv. He walked up to the guard station, handed them the weapon, and him, this the that piece of shit is down on the range. Here's the knife. I have sliced him up. I wonder, I wonder if it was something where I don't know how prison works, but like, I, I, I'm wondering if it was something where like, he wasn't truthful with like why he was there. And then it finally got out like all the things that he had done. And then that's, that's how someone got their revenge. Cause he was, I, I I don't know. I don't know. Do they, especially if they've ever found out kids were abused, then yeah. then he's done yes. for there. Yeah, because I, I I do and, know that's a kids huge yeah huge thing in prison is if you do anything to kids, it's yeah you're done. So mm -hmm. so yeah, this was all about the Anthill cult that I wanted to talk about. You guys um, thoughts. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. I'm glad I, I mean, I'm glad it's morning time for me because I don't think I could sleep <laughs> that. Yeah, I gotta I gotta I gotta get up. I mean I I, I was gonna come on the show and show off my new skull cap, but now it feels oddly inappropriate or something. I don't know. Oh <laughs> yeah. uh, Ro, that so let me ask you this, Ro. How did you how did you hear about this cult? How, like, were you just like looking up? Oh, yeah, how did you so, find, out, find out about it? So remember, we were doing an episode about cults. Yeah, and we we had talked about it. Um, so I was I was just checking something, and I went into a rabbit hole, and I was, <laughs> you know me, I I had to find out the worst of the lot. Yeah. That, I just read like a summary that, of it and I was like, I have to speak about it. Yeah, no, thank you for doing that. Cause I honestly, I I've never heard of this and like, that is, that is insane. The things that he did 
are just are he was truly sick now like again like some of the cults like the one down in new mexico or whatever i'm not saying he's what he did was right but i feel like his stuff was more just like power you know just like yeah it it was nowhere near what this guy was doing this guy is on a whole nother level like this guy like you said he murdered people he was cutting off arms and legs or maybe not legs but like, you know making people break their own legs and just doing sick things uh, yeah I, uh, I don't know i don't know i i i was actually speechless right now <laughs> yeah i i get that i get that but i was also actually looking through his um history and one thing that i liked or something that came up in my mind is um in spite of him doing all this all this sick things um he didn't plead insanity you know because that would have been um this is purely basis on the shows that i've watched yeah <laughs> Not that i have any legal knowledge but you know uh, people do plead insanity that they were not uh, in the right state of mind or uh, things like that so like uh, he, to try he to was, get, yeah to try to get out of like his crimes that he yes. did like to plead insanity okay so like he was like no i knew what i was doing like i like i i but it's like I wonder, like, again, I, this is in Canada, so I don't know how the Canada court system works. True. I don't know if it's something like, I feel like, I wonder if, like, okay, so let's, like, I wonder if in the United States, if a, if a jury, if they were to, because this guy was clearly, like, to me, this guy, he was mentally, like, there was something mentally wrong with him. Now, I wonder if, like, as a jury member, you could suggest something like this guy doesn't need to go to prison he needs to go to a mental hospital yeah but, like, the, but can, that, that would be like if ted bundy if the jury were like ted bundy is crazy he's not evil like you know like if, if he knew he was doing i don't know i mean some people yeah. are just one evil yeah oh I, yeah i 100 agree with that yeah uh I I know how would you how would you in a jury how would you can how would that even play out that he wasn't just a sadistic uh assaulter I mean I don't even I mean may, there's manslaughter like maybe he didn't plan to murder like uh somebody but like they died as a result of his treatment or whatever and see that's that's the thing with I know the like the in the States, like that's the court system. Like that's kind of how it works is like, you don't look at the other pieces. It's like, what is this person being charged for? Is it like, mm -hmm. okay, so is it, is it the crime of, you know, this person died? Okay. Like you look at all the pieces, pieces and what like the uh, prosecutor is bringing to the table. If, if you can't, cause I know well, what was it? Um, Casey Anthony, like her daughter died and the the defense's biggest thing was and i think this is how she got away with it is the defense was like did the because they the 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 defense asked the jury like did the prosecutor without a doubt prove to you guys that she was the one that committed this crime 
And it wasn't like the, the prosecutor for that crime I know was all like, this is what it could, like, this is possibly what happened. It's not without a doubt, like based on how the, the language is written in the law without a reasonable doubt did this person. And if you can't say it without a reasonable doubt that this person did it, then they shouldn't be charged with anything. So again, like I know we're getting off on like a weird little tangent, but I wonder if it was like the same thing with like those crimes. Like, I don't know if in Canada, if it's like without a doubt, they have to like do X, Y, and Z to be criminally insane. Well, maybe he, maybe he didn't fit that criteria. So that's why it wasn't, he just went to normal prison, which I think, I mean, I think prison was the right place for him. So. And he's, but he still managed to father four children. I wonder who those women yeah. are. Yeah, that's insane. I don't know. Some daddy issues. Yeah. <laughs> well, Ro, thank you. Uh, thank you for thank you for uh, you know shedding some light on this cult. Uh, there's a movie. If you uh, the audience members want to take a listen to that, feel free to. Uh, before we uh, sign off, any final thoughts on this? Seth is um, shaking his head now. <laughs> <laughs> Final thoughts would be um, if you're part of a group which does not cater to your well-being or to the society's well-being, you are in a cult. Yeah, right. I would agree. <laughs> All right. Go ahead and check out our auto I can't talk anymore because I'm thinking about all this crazy stuff check out the social medias there you go and uh we got a merch store so if you want some apparel you can wear that's effing weird feel free to check that out and just remember we don't want stuff that's normal we want stuff that's effing weird